Hello. Hey, what's going on? Not much. What's with you? Just uh, having a nice raspberry white claw. Ooh. Got a blackberry on deck. I am a fancy boy. I had some <laughs> pumpkin ice cream tonight that everybody gave me shit for, but I what? No. I vindicated by it being delicious. Listen, never be ashamed of pumpkin ice cream. That we, is... You can't. It had marshmallow on it. It was great. Ugh. Yeah. Mwah. Chef's kiss. I'm ready. I'm ready for the spice to flow. I'm ready for pumpkin season. <laughs> Coincidentally, most... also dune season this year, so... Exactly, which is why the spice must flow, Mohadeep. I'm going to be the most basic of basic nerds. <laughs> so I'm just going to take like a giant handful of cinnamon. Just Dune. As we said we would do, you know, to make Dune the Rocky Horror Picture Show of 2021. Oh, throw a handful of cinnamon and pumpkin spice and somebody and be like, it's the spice melange! <laughs> right in their eyes. <laughs> oh my god. Just give me blue just blue like, so you can't even see the movie because everything looks blue. <laughs> and then I'm just gonna start screaming the Benny Gentry litany against fear. Ugh. Which I still want tattooed on my body. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know those guys, the the horny space nuns. I don't know how to feel. Listen, about you don't have to like them, but their their mantra is on brand. It's good. Hey, Darren. Hey. <laughs> so uh, let's let's introduce this week's movie. Oh. It's the Pride Finale. It is. And you know, seemingly maybe the gayest of all horror movies. We'll see. I haven't seen it. I have seen a small piece of a documentary about it, though. <laughs> and just based on the clips shown in that alone, I would say that might be the right assessment to make. They were I... giggling and getting slapped. I don't remember this movie at all. I mean, I'm I'm just big into. Uh, I, I I also saw that this this Jesse kid in the movie. He's the final girl. They replaced the final girl <gasps> with a final guy. There we go. Happy Pride. And there you go. We got all that going. So I mean, if if you haven't guessed already, it's Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Uh huh. Freddy's Revenge. Freddy's back. And I have to ask right out of the gate: What if Freddy was Jewish? And his name was Freddy Kugel. <laughs> I'm sorry. <I've> been... <laughs> the groan. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I've been holding that one all day. I had to. I had, <laughs> I had to drop it. I'm sorry. You're so quiet, Darren. But that groan just came out loud <laughs> that, yeah, that and clear. So loud. <laughs> it was so pained. 
least I don't have to break your eardrums with my non-voluminous <laughs> microphone situation. I mean, come on. Freddy Google. It's pretty funny. Well, you know. He's got raisins. He's delicious so, noodle dish. Right. He's made right. of the noodle dish. He literally... He was burned in a horrible Kugel accident. Oh my gosh. He fell into a giant patch. I'm sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> but before we start, I do want to say something a little serious. So whether or not this is very prideful, um, 1984 was a tough year for the community. Um, there were 7,699 cases that were diagnosed and 3,665 deaths from AIDS in the United States um, alone. Um, this was a time when the government wasn't doing anything about the AIDS crisis and was just calling it like a gay cancer. There were a lot of folks who were saying that it was justified um, because of the lifestyle. So to make anything at this point in time, which has any kind of subtext is a big deal. Um, and I think it's good for us to be able to finish off Pride with kind of a, an interesting movie where we also, though, get to talk about, like, what was happening in 1984. Because that's one of the reasons why we have Pride is the fact that ACT OUT, um, a lot of transgender persons of color, um, the community was coming together in different ways to try to save itself and to gain traction and visibility. And so that's that's part of the history, kids. It's part of why we have this. It wasn't all just a riot, but it always has been a protest. So <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to bring us down too much, but. No, not at all. I mean, well, here's something interesting about this movie though, too. Mm -hmm. It is now being co-opted and re-grabbed as a positive expression, as positive as a movie about like, uh, okay. you know, horrible burn victim pedophile guy trying to possess a teenage boy. Um, but in actuality, so claims this writer, this Chaskin guy, which I think I said so in the chat, like he was claiming to have written the subtext from a homophobic point of view. Uh. He's trying to make fun of gay people. Uh. And then because of the campiness of her performance, I think, or I think the portrayal of uh, Jesse, right, is his name. I feel like the portrayal kind of gives that vibe. So I could see where that would come from. Well, here's what's even more interesting: this but, writer guy is pissed because he thinks Jesse is being played too gay. <laughs> like, because the actor's a gay actor who was not out at the time. And oh. the writer was like, well, it was subtext. And then the guy who got cast was too gay. Well, if you read into it, 
Um, and when I say read into it, I mean look on Wikipedia. It says that on Wes Craven's suggestion, Chas can put more emphasis on Lisa than he originally intended because that Craven had suggested that they shift the focus from Jesse as a male lead to a female lead because of the heavy emphasis on Nancy in the first one. But I don't believe that for a second. I think it's actually more interesting to, to make a dude the last dude. Like, I mean, why not try that? Why not try that more often? Like, and it but doesn't have to necessarily have a subtext, but from like the first one that was like an out and out original, like that was no dilt. And then you have this one, which is its own thing entirely. And you have Dream Warriors, which I kind Love. of champion as like my second favorite Elm Street movie. Correct. Theory at the end. Um, but this one's interesting because of the subtext or yeah. the intentional subtext. And I, I don't remember this movie at all and I've seen them all. So I don't know why I don't remember this one. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, yeah, can we really do that? I remember the dreamscape moments just because that's typically what I bring with me after I see something like this, especially, but I don't really remember from front to back exactly how this plays out. I, I remember, uh-huh. doesn't, doesn't he go to a gay bar at one point? I think he does. Doesn't he, like his, like he's, he's with his, like he's buddies with his gym teacher oh. or something. I don't know. There's something. And he goes to, he ends up at a gay bar, but we shall see. We shall see. This is uh, yeah. 85 minutes. This is a good horror movie length, too. This is a tight it 85 is. minutes. That's hell yeah. That's how horror movies should be. We might even be able to stay on topic this time. I, we will mm. not, but I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't think you should set expectations that way, Bree. That's not fair. I don't think I should either. I already took my melatonin, so. <laughs> All right. I'm, you know, waiting till after I've done a couple more white claws to take my melatonin. That's a good plan. It's uh, a good plan. It's a good plan. Sleep, sleep good. Sleep good. Sleep. You fancy. The, you fancy. You have, fancy bubbly. Have have the iPad just fall on my face. Yeah. I'll be really tired, and then I'll be like, "What if I would read five more issues of Berserk tonight?" And then like just boom, right in the face. There you go. Because you're so tired, you can't even keep reading. That's like the I'm coolest. Nine of uh, Dota had Dota. You bastard. Right. <laughs> Are we ready to synchronize and hit play? I think I think so. <laughs> let's let's try. <laughs> so again, we're watching A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Go find a copy. Um, it's on a few streaming places. And we're getting ready. So you can watch with us. Because that's what we do here at Those Meddling Kids. We find a movie um, and we um, share it with you. We try to anyway. Yeah. Sometimes we even watch the whole movie in one clip and we don't fuck up the uh, watch party. I say that like I'm not the one who did it. (laughs) Listen, the watch party technology seems like it's a little bit more complicated than it should be. It's more complicated than than uh, than I can handle. (laughs) Hey, let's synchronize our watches. (laughs) 
Double entendre. Okay. Double entendre. And uh, a three, a two, and a one. Press play. Okay. Drug use and violence. Violence in a slasher horror movie? Oh, it's a slasher horror movie for pride slash slash fiction. That's not something I could have believed that they would put drug use in a movie like that. Very irresponsible. Oh, I got to turn the volume down on this. I think you should crank it. I want to get sued by that angry writer guy. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to tell me not to tell you what to do. You're tell me what to crank, okay? <laughs> crank it up. Uh, Make the homophobe mad. The only thing you can crank is uh, that Jason Statham movie about him being on some kind of experimental meth. <laughs> uh, no experimental meth uh, involved, good sir. It's just literally connecting a, a pair of uh, jumper. Oh, Robert England. Oh, there he is! I thought. See, I thought he was on a surprise, uh, Robert England. I love. I love a surprise, England. I I think you should. That's like the hidden Mickey. I think, I think they should always be celebrated when you see a surprise, England. God, let me tell you, I do not miss being on a bus at all. No. Ugh. Yeah, that kid in the back with the boombox was precisely me on the bus. Oh my god, and we, you'd hit like a pothole in the road and your non-ESP <laughs> yes. enabled CD player would skip whatever Blink-182 song you were listening to? Uh, it was AFI because I was very cool. It was AFI or Newfound Glory, naturally. But yeah, or Tool. For that, that one year, it was Tool. The whole year. System of, system of a Down. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Limp Bizkit. But, Fuck know, up Chop Suey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I watched, or I used to listen to a whole bunch of different stuff. Sometimes it was um, anime openings. Yeah. I had a two mix CD, and um, sometimes it was Broadway. Can't go wrong there. And then sometimes it was. Oh my god! And these windows never open. The worst. Yes. Or like you'd get one side of it down. Yeah. But then the one seat in the back after a time was half the width of every other seat because, they, I don't know, like they had a fire extinguisher there or something? I think it was that. At least on the bus that I rode. And they always had fire drills every now and again. See, I actually got into some trouble on the bus in my junior year because I took a Vegeta action figure and a Goku action figure, I think. <gasps> I was just going to say, do you remember that? <laughs> oh, I remember it a lot. And I, I was going to say, we were on the same bus. <laughs> and then uh, threw it out. This is before Napoleon Dynamite copped my shit, too. <laughs> Put it out the window and dragged it along the road for like three miles and then towards one of i think it was at your stop where it happened brie a cop was behind us and saw <laughs> it dragging and came on the bus and yelled at me 
And I, like a moron, and realize now I only got away with it because I was a stupid white kid, was like, <laughs> it wasn't a fishing line. Or it wasn't because he's like, you're dragging some toys with a fishing net. And I'm like, it wasn't a net. It was fishing line. So I cocked off to a cop to his face. And then uh, literally, as one does, as one does, and then had to drag, sullenly drag my Vegeta back into the bus <laughs> and then was not allowed to ride the bus for like three weeks. Oh, my God. I remember that. Oh, my gosh. I thought that maybe that was like a fake memory for a minute because no, I was just like, there's real. no way that really happened. I just remember that our bus driver hated us so much. Oh, Janet. Yeah, she yeah. really hated you used to just scream at her the whole time i I shouldn't say we it was just me screaming at her well she screamed at us an awful lot no you know how uh the bus drivers they have like the big big rear view mirror so they can see literally the entirety of the back of the bus right oh yeah so my bus driver what was her name i think it was i think it was kathy so they they would occasionally like south park prank her and like put their middle fingers up all right as you do yeah. <laughs> and she would always look in the rear view mirror and she'd be like all right pull the bus over she's like who fucking did that <laughs> and i would never do it i was too much of a coward because i was like the youngest kid on the bus or one of the youngest kids and everyone would point at me like it was darren it was darren <laughs> oh fuck get blamed for it yeah See, that's kind just a, like, it's a cool like a, trick. This is this is Kathy approaching. Why don't they just go forward so he goes flying forward? Sorry to interrupt. They're not they're not fine. thinking like that. See, this is a replay of the experience. Freddie is now the cop coming back to the back of the bus to chastise me for you know, just expressing, you know, the love between Vegeta and Goku with them in a sixty nine position wrapped together. Mm-hmm. And dragging <laughs> Oh man, that ruled so much. I mean, also in our defense, there was a lot of debate about Goku versus Vegeta at that time. You know, we we were watching a lot of a lot of tsunami. A lot of tsunami. A lot of Tom Tsunami. Yep. Is it Tom? Yeah. Yep. Nothing cooler than your vice principal, like literally holding that together the next day in school and being like, <laughs> these are in a compromised position is how I described it. I'm sorry that now you're just reliving my stupid high school life, but <laughs> just... I see a bus and I just think of that. Just genius level stuff right there. Oh my gosh. Slowly, you'll get so many stories. This dad looks like director Paul Feig, but I know it can't be him because that would be a time-traveling anachronism. No, it's severe Walter Matthau vibes. You know what? Yeah. He's skinny Matthau. He's he's Matthau that was put on like a heart-smart diet. Holy fuck, Fu Manchu. (laughs) (laughs) They've got racist cereal. Yeah, it was the 80s. Was the 80s. Not good. Oh my god. What the fuck? Yep. 
Yep. One year before. Uh... Oh my god! Big trouble in Little China, mind you. Yes. That that was an '86 film, huh? Yes, sir. This, by the way, came out literally just a year after the first one. Yeah. Like the first one came out, this gets greenlit. They're producing it immediately. No, but like, doesn't it take place five years in the future or some shit? I would hope not. I don't know. <laughs> it's some point in the future because, like, he's in the original. He's in Nancy's house, right? Yeah, he's living in Nancy's house. But I don't think between the time the first one became a thing until this one, you would ever have another family living in that house. I don't. Yeah, unless they're like really, really desperate for a house, and they're just like, "Yeah, I'll take the murder house or whatever." Cool. Oh my god, short shorts. Yeah, it's a, it is the summer of the five inch inseam. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Uh, these are not. Those are not five inch. Those are like. That's four. Three. Like two. That's like a two or three inch inseam. Chubbies would never be brave enough to make sure <laughs> that with that inseam. Frankly, most people would not be brave enough to wear that inseam now. Oh, wow. What a loser. If we want real short shorts, we have to watch the 70s carry. Well, I was going to say that. You have to watch Sleepaway Camp. Oh, my gosh. I still have never seen all of that one. Oh, pay attention. Because children don't matter. And this is a time when we all just bully each other. I mean, they weren't. It builds character. <laughs> yeah, pop them in the head with a baseball. They played. They played baseball real funny. <laughs> wow. This Ooh, is kind of an aggressive game. At all. Yo. First it's like facing the balls and then it's like, I need to take your pants off. This is like some weird plank. What are um, they this doing? Is what they do to you in the army. Oh. Fun fact. They just make you do push-ups until you can't do push-ups. I mean, they say front-leaning rest position move, but they basically just make you stand there. Well, rather, in that position. Jesus. Torture plank. There you go. Queer S&M joints downtown. Uh-huh. Ugh. Yes, he's secretly in love with you. So, like, bro, do you have a girlfriend? Because I pulled your pants down in front of everybody. So. <laughs>
I also love how they completely just toss away all of the literal murder. <laughs> just to have this take place in the manner that it does. Well, I think they've just... The town covers it all up because they don't yeah. want people to believe in Freddy, you know? Well, yeah. So that's the one thing I think the 2010 one does well is that it tries mm -hmm. to, like... I don't want to say humanize Freddy, but, like, give meaning to the reason behind the cover-up. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the OG, but, I mean, don't they still kind of intimate at yeah. least that like that they, uh -huh. they, they murdered a pedo a pedo that was also the result of like a nun having a baby or something yes yeah so they like ultra taboo it he's just wrapped in taboos yes sir I need to see the 2010 one with who's that Jackie Hurley Haley Hurley Hurley Early Jackie, Jackie Hurley Haley <laughs> I'll, I'll get it right. He's the guy who plays Rorschach in uh, Watchmen. Yes, he is. Among other uh, interesting character roles. Yeah. Um, it wasn't terrible. I put it on in the background. It's a good background movie. Um, I like that Freddy is played by... Oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, Rorschach from... Uh, so we're saying from uh, the Watchman. Yeah, to bring it all back to our buddy. <laughs> oh fuck! What's this guy cooking in my basement? Is that a doll? Why is he wearing a scrub top? I think that's just like how t-shirts were made in the 80s. But yeah, I saw like a what looked like a I guess it was like kind of trailerish footage. I'm like, yeah, is this guy like a fucking doctor or something? Like I thought he was supposed to be like a teenager. Real Doogie Hauser stuff happening. Yeah, I was gonna say it does kind of look like one because of the way the tag is sewed in and back. Maybe he's like a candy striper or something. Oh, uh-oh. Was that before that word was ruined? Is that word ruined now? Yeah. What the fuck? It's sexual now. I was Freddy Krueger one year for Halloween. I feel like everybody was at some point. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's a knock after hearing that scream. You know, you should have him change his sheets and stuff.
That scream could shatter glass. He's he's got an intense scream. Mm-hmm. I wish I had such a powerful scream. The heart. Ugh. It's like a thousand degrees in there and he's got an actual thing just laying there. You know, why not? Oh, the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> why is he so obsessed with him? Oh, no, thank you. Mm. I'm kind of stuck on that organ he's got there just because it's like, why do you have it loose? Like, he's just got like a loose organ. Just exactly. Why? Okay, this feels like some subtexts happening here. What a Python slithering. All over you? A little bit, a little bit. Sir, maybe you shouldn't have your snake just out where everybody can be attacked by it. <laughs> maybe your snake, sir? <laughs> what the fuck? Why is he mad about it? It's not. That is a fascinating line read, too. Join the circus. Join the circus. Oh, my God. Did they have a little phone out by their pool? They really are the richest rich people. Is this the one? I don't want to do anything away. Is this the one with the fucking pool party massacre? Yes. Yes, I love that scene. Oh my God, those parrots are going to live longer than anybody else in that house. That one's ready to escape. All the animals are just going to escape. He's fanning himself with a book, but like not to the point where like it would do anything. Is that book like a, like a fucking TV guide too? Like... <laughs> It looks like it might be a TV guide. U-Haul? <laughs> what is this junk? Oh, there you go. That's appropriate music to uh, clean your room to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Those sunglasses, though. With the snapping. This is exactly how my kids clean their room. I mean, it's how I clean my room. They just fucking go in and just like, oh, maybe not that part. <laughs> yeah. Not that part. Maybe not backing their ass into things. 
Probably not this either. <laughs> um, Nobody, jeez. <laughs> that move rocks. <laughs> that rocks. That's so great. Fucking best moment in the entire movie. I would say. Yes. I like that, Dad. <laughs> Hey, girl, I have a crush on. What would you think if you came in and saw me, like, uh, cranking a, like, what the, whatever the pop fuck toy. this wooden thing is? Fucking <laughs> literal pop toy. <laughs> Just. He's like, do you think there's any actual rhyme or reason to what I do here? Jock itch. But th- no, they're boyfriend, girlfriend, right? Right. Um, they're in like like stage. But she's putting his sweater away. Mm, that's like Third base, right? I get it's fifth base. Nice. Looks like a diary to me, a curse diary. Maybe like a Freddy Krueger diary. A who? Better open it up. Young Johnny Depp. He also has a no no chicks sign on his closet door. On his closet door. <laughs> Omit the out of town. This is the work of an incredibly clever writer. Oh, now he's trying to get you, Jesse. All my friends are dead. It's so weird that that would be like the one thing that wouldn't get cleaned out. Right? Right. Well, her mom was also a barely functioning alcoholic. Listen. She got pulled through that window. Hmm. 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 Pretty aggressively. That's true. I love how this kid continually just has Coca-Cola next to his bed. This will help me sleep. What if that's like the weird reveal at the end that he just is having like weird caffeine dreams or something? Because he's drinking new Coke. Uh-huh. But like the dripping phalluses on either side of his bed aren't any kind of symbolism. No, not at all. Also, the fact that, like, this is the second sequence with just a sweaty teenage boy. 
Once again, feel like the girls and the gays what they want. Pat, give the girls and the gays what they want. But this writer claims he was not doing that. Well, he's not invited to Pride. I don't think he would go. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I have zero recollection of this movie. That's so interesting. I feel like I saw it on TV as a kid. As I saw most of like these movies. Because they just put them on like yep. regular TV. It would be like sci-fi channel, but like it'd be like during the day. You'd be like a fucking six-year-old and just watch this during the day. Oh my god. Or um AMC. Would just randomly do. That's true. A yeah. theme. Yeah, but like when AMC would cut stuff for commercial. Uh-huh. Back in the day, it would be in the most <sighs> fucking manner. Like right now, they would just cut for twenty-two minutes. Oh, and he finds the glove. Right. I remember this part. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so I got some trivia. Brad Pitt, John Stamos, and Christian Slater all auditioned for the role of Jesse. Damn. Out of here. John Stamos didn't get it. Unbelievable. He did not. (laughs) They're probably like, let's take the most, you know. His his time as Jesse was later. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Too many Jessies. Yeah, he he can only play one Jesse in a lifetime. Kill for me, Jesse. Do it, Jesse. Oh. Big nerd. <laughs> also, love the like the possession narrative here. Because he's just like he said, Kill for me, Jesse. And he's like, I won't do it. And he's like, you're gonna. And he goes, eh, no, I'm not gonna. And he's like, mm, you're gonna. Make me. And then. <laughs> pool party. Let's keep reading from this cursed book. Nothing wrong ever happens when you do that. Never. White people nonsense. Also, how come like people making 80s era shit don't actually go back and watch 80s era movies to get ideas for like how they should dress and shit or how it should look? What do you mean? I feel like a lot of movies that are like set in the 80s and stuff like that or TV shows and stuff are like they're brighter and different looking than this. Like this. I mean, obviously, it's authentic because it happened then. Well, I, I say like a lot of baseball tees are a constant. Uh, high Uh-oh. Tight shorts. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I actually feel like the one movie that did it really well was Wet Hot American Summer. And that's oh, only because yeah. they were ripping off Sleepaway Camp. Um... Final Girls was pretty good, but that one again is an homage to all of these movies. So, 
That is a bright moon. It's upsetting the parrots. Oh my god, I would die. Is that dad just sweating through his shirt? Yep. Oh my god, are the birds going to end up toasted? Oh my god, are they going to be like cartoon birds? It's, I was just going to say, is this like a cartoon bird? They're going to look like spit-roasted turkeys. <gasps> oh! Oh god, now we've turned into Hitchcock. The birds walk for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Freddy Krueger's possessed the bird? Oh. That would be a fascinating turn of events if Freddy Krueger was stuck inside of a bird. Um, the bird vaporized itself. Like, just imagine if the remaining like forty-five minute runtime, it was just a fucking bird with a tiny glove, haunting people. Yeah, he totally set up the birds murdering each other. <laughs> birds spontaneous combustion. <laughs> oh. Oh. I have rights. <laughs> I think. He put a fucking cherry bomb in the bird. Down the fucking bird's throat. Or in his he throat. wasn't even there. He Not only did he put a cherry bomb in the bird's throat, but he fucking, like, he has some kind of advanced device to set it off at the just proper time. Oh my god, yeah. He's a remote his mom, cherry bomb. And his mom didn't see it when she put the little the little cover over the birds so they go sleepy night-nights. Jesse's actually like a David Blaine level magician. Oh my god, Jesse. Go to Vegas, my man. But his his only good sleight of hand is just making one out of two birds explode. <laughs> That's his only good trick. That's I mean, he's just closer. a teenager. He's gotta learn. Oh, is he trying to sleep? No? Ooh. He's just trying to cool down. The only way he knows how. Okay, I know it says Don's place, but it reads as Dom's place. Fucking bar. Might be both. 
It's so dark. There he is. So I feel like weren't more gay bars, just a little bit brighter. Did y'all ever go to the gay bar in Scranton? I never got to go. I've never been to a bar that was explicitly called a gay bar, but I've been told that the one bar in my town I went. is for lesbians. But I went there anyway, and they had a good beer selection. So it wasn't, in, um, it wasn't Scranton; it was in Music, and I forget the name of it. But it was literally right off the highway, off of eighty-one, <sighs> next to the McDonald's, like across the street. I forget what the name of it was, but I've been there once. Look, I'll gladly roll up to a gay bar in my five-inch inseam shorts. If they'll buy me free drinks. Oh wow! Hi, Jen Teach. That's a that's a kinky coach. I don't like this coach at all. He makes me very uncomfortable. Is he running laps? Yeah, he's making them. At least not having him do like suicides because he's on the basketball court. Oh my god, the worst. The that feels like something coach would do. I've been to the twelve penny in music. That's what it's called. Yes, sir. Good drinks. Um, interesting atmosphere. I would. I should say. I have never been. Good time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pull a Fraser Crane and show up in like a pair of tiny tight white shorts and a, a tennis sweater. And see who will buy me drinks for free. That was my wife's trick back in state college. We would just separate for like three seconds. Like while we were dating, I would just walk away for five seconds. And she would just have a free drink and then I didn't have to pay. It was awesome. I think I've only ever gotten one free drink in my life. Unless I was at, um, uh, like one of the little private bars, like the Italian club in my small hometown that like you paid dues for, then you would go in with money and you would end up leaving with that almost the same amount of money, but then a whole bunch of chips for a, a free drink. Like, you would buy a round, and then, like, everybody else would just buy a round, and that was it, you know? I've never been in this place, and now I need to I need to find it. Oh, my God, it's amazing. There. I saw various types of uh, ethnic clubs in that little small town. Most of them were Polish ones. <laughs> that was my actual haunt, and it was dark, and so you would never know what happened like what time it was all of a sudden it just was very very late slash early so is there any subtext of this guy getting balls in his face all over the place or yeah oh, he's, in, he's in his kinky costume and there's balls all over his face just saying i don't know if he just was like 
just being pummeled any way that he could. Oh. Okay, Freddy. <laughs> Jesse, you should wow. go. I mean, I've gotten thwacked on the ass with a towel, but never to the point where it's made my ass bleed. So, I mean, that's a pretty rough, yeah, pretty rough situation. Uh oh. Oh. It's one way to go out, I guess. At least they gave him a trauma blanket. We found him wandering out on the highway. Not clothes. Yeah. He was nude except for this glove with a bunch of knives on it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. And this cool sweater. He was Donald ducking it but dressed like Freddy Krueger? Keep <laughs> a short leash on him. Oh, God. Oh, is he taking the bars off? He just leapt into that car like it was nothing. You're crazy, and our son's crazy, so why would any of us go to therapy? <laughs> Course. Oh my god. This dad's killing me. I want to know how these two met. Yeah, true, I don't know. Because they have no chemistry at all whatsoever. I'm like fascinated it. by the dad's fit, though. Like, so. just shorts, work boots, dress shirt. <laughs> just like... He's on his way to the country club. I'm surprised they didn't send all the kids home.
Did he say the guy got sliced up like a kielbasa? He did indeed. <laughs> what a uh, specific way to be sliced up. I don't feel like everybody would know what a kielbasa is. I mean, this is an interesting way to have the sequel go. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, like, why not try something different? And this is really drastically different. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes more sense to do that than to just retread it over and over again. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't understand why we need to include this. The creepy little girls? Yeah, well... They're my, one of my favorite parts. I like how he just, like, closes the door and walks away. Like, okay. Yeah. I've seen enough. I'm having bad dreams again. <coughs> I guess it's just a matter of, like, uh, Better of like indication, like he's being possessed, like it's happening. How come it took them five years to sell this fucking house? Nice melted butter triggered. This guy's shirt is fascinating to me, like the dad fits. I'm just blowing my mind. What does he even do? The dad fits or the son fits? The dad. Well, the son fits are fucking sweet. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would cop those looks left, right, and center. And you know, we probably will be copying those looks because obviously. The David Copperfield again? Hell yeah. That's a sweet sweater. But I mean, the dad fits are amazing. Like, he, he's, yeah. he's got a shirt with a pattern in the middle, the arms are not. Uh, no, they are patterned. I guess they didn't look at. Then he's got a different color collar. The power khakis. The power khakis. The big bandit on the face, which I'm assuming he's going to have on for the remainder of the runtime. Despite the fact that it should be okay now. Yeah, it was like a little scratch. It wasn't even that bad of a scratch. I like how she's obsessed with him being a psychic. Oh my gosh, in the radio. Picking up some psychic signals, bro. How much is that car worth? I mean, at this point...
freed on a technicality. Mm. What the fuck could the technicality be? Being a white man. Hey, hey, whoa. Oh, oh, what? Oh. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you knew, Bree, but both me and Darren are, are very white. But are you causing problems and um, doing terrible things to children? No. Then you don't need to worry about the statement. That's true. That's true. But, you know, I mean, causing problems, that can mean a lot of things. That's true. Causing problems to my own stomach. Constantly. I mean, that's, you're already being punished for that all on your own. I'm, yes. <laughs> essentially, I've caused myself a lot of problems. Same. Yes. Not because I'm... Like, I'm, what I mean is you're not, like, out murdering people and then just being like, oh. See, I think his technicality, though, was because he had a fedora. Mm. And they're like, oh, this guy's a libertarian and cap. We have to let him go or else he's going to keep, like, just saying m'lady, m'lady, m'lady to everyone in the building. Just get him out. Just get him out. I think they were like, wow, he's got this Where's Waldo sweater, but the Mirrorverse version. <laughs> so we need to get him back to his universe and then we won't have to worry about it again. I'm going to be stuck on Libertarian Freddy Krueger forever because Libertarians way have a thing with age of consent laws, so it totally tracks. So, Freddy Krueger, Libertarian. Take that. They have a new flag, don't tread on me, but it's the glove. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet mouse. Oh, is that Tina? Oh, not one rat. Surprised all the house plants are still alive. Uh-oh. Oh no. Ooh, POV tracking shot. Time to die. Gonna go straight up to his room and pop on uh, air supply on vinyl. Uh-oh. Why is she sleeping like that, you fucking freak? <laughs> so he's just on like truck stop uppers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Downing him with Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, he's on like literal fucking speed demon uppers. So he's gonna just like his heart's gonna just gonna pop. Mm-hmm. I like how she's like, you look better. And he's like dead raccoon face. <laughs> Still with the band-aid. <laughs> so with these movies and like staying awake. Nobody ever realizes that too much caffeine makes you just fucking crash immediately. Like your body literally just goes slump and you hit the floor. Do you want to go on a date with me? 
up out of nine. How many milks is this guy drinking? Listen, <laughs> my dad thinks I'm on drugs. My mom thinks I'm crazy. And then the girl's just like, and they're her. <laughs> you want to know what? I give it up for these high schoolers. They don't chastise you as much as you think they would. <laughs> so Jesse, Jesse is on drugs, or he is. Crazy. No, you guys, the boyfriends are fighting. <laughs> it's funny. Jesse's on an amalgam of like literally every drug imaginable. I wish you would talk to me. You know, not in public. Just kidding. In front of everybody. Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> I mean. No, listen, we're doing a 14th take. Your mouth needs to be full this time. I need you to gulp down at least five more cartons of whole milk. Did they tell her not to wear makeup for some reason? Don't know. Oh, this is the massacre. I love this fucking movie. This is great. Hey, don't be jumping in the pool. We'll be jamming. Don't be jumping off the diving board into the pool. Come on. How dare you use that diving board for what it's intended? That was a jackknife, dude. Sick. I need to get a fucking chef's hat for grilling in my backyard. No, but you gotta admit, like, where's the horror been this entire time? Mind you, we're 50 minutes into the movie. It's a lot of buildup. It well, is. I mean, I mean, cause there's been the, the 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 nightmares and stuff. Yeah, but like, like you need to have traditionally like an opening set piece, at least like some kind of banger of a fucking set piece within the first third to set the stage, and then that's the bar you have to raise for the remainder of the film. And there has been nothing. It's just Jesse's like sexual frustration and more or less just like his transition to Freddy at the behest of the subconscious, which we're about to see go bananas. Again, I think that they just were trying to go in a very different direction, you know, having the male protag instead of the, like the traditional final girl. At this point, there were a lot of slasher movies, and so I think they were trying to kind of play around with the format. But they, it seems like they were largely clueless when they were making this, though. Because after the fact that they started filming and the director didn't know what the hell he was doing, um, and then Craven had to pop in to give notes, allegedly, and none of them were here to or acknowledged. And the script just kind of went in its own direction. So now it's just kind of like a relic of its own design, which is pretty cool in its own right. I mean, the director has admitted outright, too. Like, I, I've seen that was actually part of the mm-hmm. short part of the documentary that I did see the director admitting pretty clearly like yeah i didn't know how to shoot a horror movie yeah 
like he he's even like showing storyboards he's like i don't know how to fucking do this like this is all new to me so yeah like this is a very unintentional weird little sort of outlier in the nightmare franchise but also like in horror in general yeah it really is its own thing but i wonder too like is it is it worth it to maybe like withhold the gore and shit until like later in the movie well i guess we'll see but i'll see what's up with this dad what a dumb dad Mm-hmm. The wife is like, let's go to Bone Zone. He's like, uh, no. I have to what are these, these children doing? Kids. Yo. <laughs> but I didn't know that stuff about the director. I didn't do any research before watching this week. I was like, I'm just going to go into it. Guess I, I should do. have done a little bit. No, nah, I did. No, nah, I just go into it blind. I went in like just bare minimum, half heartedly watching a documentary about it. <laughs> Darren's the only responsible one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) How did he get into his house? Why is she... So that right there is like... Oh, there he is. Oh! I had the same fucking bedspread when I was like six. Fun fact. But did you have the Stray Cats poster? Did I have those? Featuring Brian Seltzer, mm-hmm. who would return to fame in the 90s mm-hmm. during that weird fucking uh, rockabilly. Yeah. Brian Seltzer Orchestra? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good. The Stray Cats were a Rockabilly revival too, but I guess like is where it. Why are you attacking me? Leave me alone. I feel personally attacked. (laughs) It's it's too bad. None of these people have five o'clock shadows. No, because I think they were actually casting real teenagers. At this point, this that was like a time when they were okay with casting real teenagers in movies about teenagers. Or close to teenagers, at least. Okay. 
guys giving them sausages as they fucking walk into the party. Can't just leave the party. Does he have a full out stack in that small room? It like it looks like he has a cab and a head and a guitar. Like it looks like he's a full stack in that oh, very yeah, tiny yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's a bass stack. But he's got a I guitar mean, next to it. He has bass head, and well, that's not at all accurate. I mean, not only that, but if you turn that thing on in that small room, you just yeah. like vibrate the window. It's true. Into sand. Why is this guy not at the party again? My God, Grady, why didn't you pay attention to your boyfriend? I mean, he probably wasn't at the party because he was constipated from drinking three gallons of milk. All right, that rocks. Sorry, I shipped them. I shipped them more than him and Lisa. Uh oh. Is he seeing this happen or is like this? Mm -hmm. Okay. Unless they're both asleep. Oh. Oh, like he fully transforms into fucking. Fr I remember this shit. Oh, yeah, that's fucking rad. I kind of forgot Ugh. about how good body horror was back in the 80s. Oh, like, yeah. Just. Oh. Oh my god, this kid has a first name. <laughs> Ron Grady. That's kind of unfortunate. Did that dad play Dracula in the Monster oh, Squad? Nice <gasps> Oh my god, double kill? No. No nerds. Oh, this poor kid. 
killed your boyfriend. Now what are we going to watch for the next 24 minutes? I have no idea where this is even going to go. It's just going to go wilder from here. That is terrifying to me, though. Like, the thought of not being able to be in charge of your own body if you fall asleep. I mean, it's kind of badass. But, like, the movie literally peaked at the one hour mark, and there's only 24 minutes. Oh, you just called him Fred Krueger. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've been calling him Fred Krueger the entire movie. How have I not noticed that? Ugh. Fred Krueger. How close is Grady to her that like everything is still so fresh and wet? Oh, now and now he's there at the pool with all the teenagers. So many people Freddy could kill. Uh oh. How does he own you, Jesse? How does he pwn you? Whoa! Burning wieners. <laughs> Turn down the in the pool. It's literally boiling my skin off. The wieners. They're exploding. So, like, sometimes wieners explode. Yeah, naturally.
I like how calm she seemingly is, mm-hmm. but despite her uh, boyfriend just being, you know, covered in some other person's blood. She's not helping. You're boiling the fish. boiling alive in the fucking pool. Oh my god. So like, does this movie then end up with having a final girl anyway? It might. I don't know. I'm gonna say probably not. No, 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 because this is what I was talking about earlier is that they shifted the focus to Lisa once this shit pops off to remove the focus from Jesse and because I need a more Freddy, I guess. But at the same time, it's like eh. See, it could have been an interesting way to approach it where you have like an anthology where different people get fucking possessed by Freddy. But mm-hmm. then instead of just becoming the Robert England Freddy, like they just take on certain attributes of him. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, but here's the other thing. So if she wants to get rid of Freddy, she will have to kill Jesse. Yeah. I don't think she's afraid to either. And then that fear just empowers Freddy because it's like what he feeds on. That would be a neat thing to revisit, though, if they were going to do... I know we were just saying last week that we don't want to have a whole lot of, like, just redone horror movies. But if they were to try to redo this premise, I think that would be really neat in this day and age. I mean, it's a long-running franchise. They don't even have to redo it. They could just, like come back and be like, yeah, Freddy again, but now he looks kind of different. I don't think they should do that at all. I just think that like they already did that with Texas Chainsaw. Mm. Forms and fashions, and I feel like that's largely been missed. Zero hits. 
Uh, I mean, I feel like they could actually just take on this kind of possession idea and fuck with it with a totally new franchise, too. But they can with, you know, no obvious parallels. And yeah, sure. I do like that they played with the idea that Freddy could make things really hot everywhere. Mm-hmm. There he is. Robert England, we want you to go absolutely ape shit. Okay. Just calm down, buddy. Oh my god. Nice shot, Dad. Nice shot. Like nobody ran the entire time he was fucking reloading, just staring amazement. I mean, in their defense, it looks pretty rad. <laughs> it's like a weird corpse guy. Robert England's fucking like manner of just being just really I love it I don't know now he's a really like Swagger, fucking if you will yes he's, he's got he's got terroristic swag yeah. if I see him in a movie I know I'm gonna have a pretty good time I like how she just oh. used a piece of his shitty old car as a bandage the he's fuck coming are these? badly I'm going to BRB. What are those? I also think it's interesting that I guess because he has this physical body, they don't have to be in the dream world. Which is weird because it goes against all the rules of Freddy. A bold move for a second movie. 
Well, no, he's the whole the whole thing is he's trying to transcend the dream plane mm -hmm. by possessing him, but they never actually explain how he figured it out. Yeah, it's just it's just implied that he uh, he figured it out because he's Freddy Krueger, you know, master master child murderer. So smart. Slash dream thief. Look at this bisexual lighting. Mm -hmm. So, Darren, you were saying like the refocus on Lisa was like a Wes Craven thing, like that was his feedback. That's, yeah. That was like his, because you could tell that all the Jesse stuff, like like looking back at this now, you can see that the focus was largely on him and whatever it was they were or weren't trying to fucking do with the character. So he said, "Listen, like focus on Lisa." So they literally repurposed the entire latter part of the film to be about Lisa and like how she's trying to save Jesse. I almost wish we could see like the original yeah. intended ending. It could have been really interesting. I mean, at the same time, it definitely wouldn't have felt like a Wes Craven movie. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Yeah, with a slasher fic, I, I, I kind of am accustomed to like seeing more gore happen sooner. Like, like you said, Darren, and I feel like even like Scream does it really well. Mm -hmm. Like where you fucking come in and you get, you know, one of the people who is seemingly going to be the star of the movie disemboweled within like 10 minutes. Like, yeah, like just fucking ragingly awesome. But I don't know. It's an interesting approach. Doesn't work every time. I don't think it could have worked for like if they just tried to structure another horror movie this way. I don't think it would work again. Yeah, like you could definitely tell that this was an afterthought. Like they're just doing the dreamscape thing because they feel the need to do the dreamscape thing. Which is weird to think about because it's only two movies in and they're already like, well, we have to kind of stick with the formula. Right, right, right. But at the same time, Dream Warriors flips this on its head and it's like we're going to do this entirely on Freddy's terms because we are fucking dream ninjas. Oh.
excuse me. I do kind of wish we could see what the storyline would be without the focus being on Lisa as much. I don't hate her. You know what I mean? I don't like her. It's not that I dislike her. It's just that now this part feels a little forced, you know? No, yeah. She's like perfectly serviceable. She's doing a great job and like really compelling. And it was still cool that they're like, well, we can empower her more. And that's great. But yeah, like it's just to see it more as like a sort of character study and someone who's just going through some internal issues could have been an interesting way to approach this. But it's really hard to like determine where this would have went otherwise. It's true. Like, like I don't, And plus now I think you'll never actually find out because the fact that like everybody hates this movie. Well, not just that, but also because like the star of the movie and the head writer hate each other. Uh They hate each other because he felt that he was typecast as the gay man because he was in fact gay. Well, that's not even the thing. I don't think he felt typecast because he wasn't even out at the time. Well, that's the thing. They, They knew he wasn't out. But they knew that he was gay. But I mean, if you do a project and then you listen to the director talking about how he wanted it to be homophobic, like, you're not going to want to talk to him again. No, No, yeah. I mean, like, I guess he, like, this whole thing came about because I guess there was, like, a, a different documentary that happened in 2010 where, you know, this guy, like, Patton was kind of hidden from the world. My patent, yeah. And then he, he shows up again in this documentary to confront the writer and be like, Why did you write it like this? Well, you know, no, what the it, fuck? It was, he starred in the Come Back to the Five of Dime, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the director cast him essentially, like he, he was cast, period, just based on the notion that, like, all right, this is a closeted gay man. We know this. He's not out yet, so we're gonna cast him here. And he just resented them like tenfold because of that. Which I mean, why wouldn't you? He's like, they, they knew I was gay, and like they had at me because they knew I was gay and I wasn't out yet, and that's why they made me go through with all this shit in the script, and I went along with it. And they were just tr- trying to like at every turn insist that like no this is not because of what you think it's about when in fact so he's he's gaslighting the whole time yeah yeah what's interesting though is that initially like it did get good reviews when it came out and like it was well enough received that they were able to green light a third one so it's not like this flopped and hit the ground you know what i mean because like if it had dream warriors and none of the rest would have happened which would be a shame because we've already established that we really enjoy Dream Warriors. Yep. So, like, clearly, it, it it's it's in weird aftersight that people got like pissed about this movie. Mm. Which it's like I don't I don't I don't see any reason to really get pissed at it. Like, no, it's probably not the best Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but like, it's still it's an interesting take, and I'm glad that they actually bothered to take a risk in some way. Like. 
it would have sucked if they just literally went like, now this new girl moved into Nancy's house, and then the same set of events happened to this girl. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wacky doody. Who could have seen it coming? How come the rich girl takes the bus? Listen. Who is that happy to get on the bus? But we haven't seen the bus driver yet. Oh, no. You just killed all those people. Hell yeah, there's Boombox Kid. <laughs> Jesse, we're going to forget about the fact that you murdered all of our friends. Punches through her chest. Now, is Jesse ever referenced again? I don't feel like he is. Great choice for a song. Wonderful <laughs> stuff. So that was Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Yeah. Fred Krueger's revenge. revenge. Yeah. We've established that he's Fred. I mean, it was definitely, it was interesting. Yeah. Didn't hate it. Wasn't my favorite, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was perfectly serviceable entry Mm -hmm. in the series. Like, I, I don't know. I don't understand the amount of vitriol it gets. Like, it, there's, there's some frustration to it, but. It's not like a terrible fucking movie, and I feel like they no. they pulled off what they were trying to do. Well, the thing is, like, you got to take it at what it's worth now as a cult movie and saying that the homoerotic subtext is, like, fucking overwhelming. And that's what it's all about. Essentially, and then it just kind of goes the way of Lisa for the sake of making something compelling out of something that wasn't what it was marketed as or marketed as what it was supposed to be. 
so I guess it was just I don't want to say mismarketed, but just riding on. Yeah. It seems to me like it just didn't know what it wanted to be. Like, and we were talking about how there was changes being made throughout. Um, On my trivia, it said that they were having problems with Robert England about his salary. And um, so maybe that's another reason why he was only in for like 13 minutes. Um, Was that they were going back and forth about whether or not they were going to give him a raise. It, It just seems like it got confused. Yeah, well, yeah. How are you not going to give Freddy Krueger a raise? Right. Like, I mean, it's kind of the driving force. He's even in Dead by Daylight now. I mean, he's also in the title. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, you know. That that title now also doesn't feel super re- revenge because I don't think he got to really revenge on too many people. I mean, he killed some teenagers. He did. He got a few. I don't but know. But nobody, nobody from like the original group that he needed to get revenge on. Exactly. Like he didn't. He didn't exact vengeance on on somebody who would have like impacted it directly. I don't know. It's just whatever. I guess. But his vengeance is just on generally on children. Yeah. Anywhere near Elm Street. But so I guess then when we go into Dream Warriors, it's kind of like they kind of just for ignore and forget the two ever happened and we continue with the rules set up by one and like that's it we don't hear about jesse ever again you know we kind of get nancy come back and all that stuff so it's it's interesting that it's been so written off as well Hmm. but that happens in um Big franchises. Yeah, I mean, it's also more convenient to do that, too. I mean, they can almost approach it like an anthology. Not quite, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's like Season of the Witch for Halloween. No one talks about that one, either. I'd like to talk about it. That movie's fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I want to talk about it. I think we should watch it at Halloween time. We definitely should. But, I mean coming up soon we're doing our own theme month and we're going to talk about vampires for July oh my gosh vampires it's going to be the suckiest July of your life oh my <laughs> right I did that no regrets nope not even one letter nope. not even one no snickers no regrets yep. no regrets it's going to be but great it is going to be great I'm excited but so we've got stuff coming up. So, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy that. Otherwise, we've, we've been those meddling kids and we just watched A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Yeah. We hope you had fun and we hope that you'll like it and that you'll be back again next week. And happy last weekend of Pride. Yeah. Get in, get in that kink at Pride now while you can. Yes. <laughs> Yes, folks. If you're a brand, put a rainbow in your logo for the last, uh, you know, four days of the month. <laughs> Jump on that if you haven't already. Yeah. Or just um, enjoy existing. Yeah, do that too. Yeah. Um, it's a revolutionary thing. 
to exist the way you are when other people tell you you shouldn't. So, right on. And right now, I'm going to say to those people saying you shouldn't, you should go get a go get fucked. Honestly, Mm -hmm. chill out. Come on. Yeah, go get finger fucked by Freddie for all I care. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Went That's there. A big ouchie. Yeah. It's a real ouch. Yeah. It's a real cartoon cat jumping in the air, thirty feet. Shouldn't even be able to do it. Defying physics. <laughs> Most blowing out of his butthole. Youch. Naturally. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, on that note. On that note, yeah. One of the few times that uh, I'm gonna threaten people. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's warranted. Yeah. Just, you know, have some conversations. Learn some things about other people. Watch some horror movies. Talk about some shit. It's Watch a good a time. Lot of horror movies. Exactly. We're going to be doing that a lot too. So, yeah. Come back to us. Like to do. We're probably going to be watching Francis Ford Cop- Coppola. All Francis Ford Coppola's are bastards. Uh, <laughs> watch. We're going to be watching Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. Well, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, the twice-possessed Dracula. We'll be watching that. You heard here first, folks. All right. Well, Time to get into vampires. Get into vampires. Indeed. (laughs) All right. Well, Well, we love you in all seriousness, and thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Good night. Just Bye. remember uh, Freddy Kugel. Good night. <laughs> thought we were going to get away with it. <laughs> you thought so wrong. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, Darren. <laughs> He's so mad. I can feel it. He's going to come through the phone like Freddy Kugel and hit me in the face. With the tongue. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> No reason at all disappoint you. This is the fucking worst. Okay. <laughs> Brought it on yourself. I did. I did. Well, on that note, good night, everybody. <laughs> good evening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.